0: Welcome to the Alexander the Curious George podcast. Well, here in this episode, me and Destiny Lopez, Miss D Lowe, uh, dive into some things like Boise versus New York, um, culture, and lots of things about community, uh, you know, and um, our generation, raising awareness for um, where our generation's headed because, you know, we are the future. We are definitely the future. And it's a it's a very important topic to discuss because the mindset we need to be on should be at a very elevated state, and it's something that I am one of the key things that I'm you know trying to improve on and to, to do here in this day and age to to enha- enhance myself um, spiritually, emotionally, physically, you name it mind body spirit so it's just really interesting to have a conversation with uh with D'Lo because we we share lots of similar values um yet we have also different uh different points of views on certain things which is nice to to have um new set of ears and eyes um so it's just really interesting to have people from places that you've you know never stepped foot in like i've never been to new york before um but our our senses of community can be the same yet different at the same time it's kind of cool so yeah i mean other than that i'm gonna let you guys tune into the podcast learn learn a lot about d low in this deep conversation we go kind of we get pretty deep she's a deep girl so you'll like it though peace We lie, baby, we lie. Alexander the Curious George Podcast. Alex B is in the room. I got the, the homegirl, D-Lo, Destiny Lopez. What's up,
1: everyone?
0: So, D-Lo, man, <laughs> she's nervous. It's, she's really nervous. You know, you want
1: to know what I really think it is? It's because, like, I don't like to hear my voice on recording. Is that it? Probably. I
0: used to think the same way. You know what, what's crazy? I mean, even we're actually talking about that.
2: <laughs>
0: we were literally just talking about that, I mean, the past couple weeks. It's one of the reasons why he hasn't, um, in the past, done a lot of his own stuff. Okay. Um, because of he didn't like hearing his own voice. He's like, man, that's what I sound like. <laughs> so it's, we just—it's just one of those things we really gotta get over.
1: Um, I feel like I'm not too nervous, like now that we're sitting here speaking, but yeah. um, I don't know if I'll listen to it.
0: <laughs> you don't know, really. <laughs>
1: no, I would, I would, I would, but like. You know
0: Is it So the the fact that um, You don't like Listening to yourself Is the only sole reason Why you wouldn't listen To the To yourself Or like The whole episode What's up
1: No I, I feel like I'm I'm friend right now
2: well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd
1: listen to it Because I do like To like hear the things I gotta say Because Reflect I, Yeah exactly Yeah But I really do hate, like, listening to my own voice. But I feel like I got over that. My friend Aso, he made me do some, like, voiceovers for him Mm. on a few of his tracks. So, like, I got over that. But anyway.
0: (laughs) Deal with? Okay. Yeah. What are you about? Like, I mean, who are you, you know?
1: Who am I? Uh, My name is (laughs) Destiny Lopez. Do you have a middle name? Destiny Adela Lopez. That's my great-grandma's name. Mm. On my mom's side. Um, She kind of raised my mom so it was important for her to name me after her. Uh, I am 24 years old. I'm fucking old. I'm getting into getting the mid-20s.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Having sort of a quarter-life crisis. Oh, um,
2: snap. Okay.
1: I was born and raised in New York City, as you know.
2: Yeah.
1: Queen of New York.
2: New
0: York. <laughs> New York.
1: Um, Staten Island, specifically. Um, I moved to Boise two years ago to work. I am a materials engineer, and I work at Micron,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and yeah, that's really all the basics to know about me.
0: Good little gist of you. I mean, you, so you're an engineer, you work at Micron, mm-hmm. so these things that you say about yourself actually speak more than, uh, than you give, it, give, it, give away to. Um, I remember one of the first things that, uh, um, when I interacted with you a long time ago, is that um, you were very observant. Mm-hmm. And you like to be aware of the room, so.
2: Very true. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you also prided yourself on being smart. Yes. Yes. Always. And that's one of the first things you you said to me is like, because I'm like because I'm smart. And I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. So now, now tell the people, tell the people on the podcast so they can hear your thoughts on what makes you smart.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, why I believe, like, yes, I am very, um, what most people would, uh, describe as like traditionally intelligent or, uh, book smart, Mm -hmm. right? Highly educated, um, you know, good at math, science, all those things that, that a society would consider a traditional quote unquote smart person, Mm but, um. As I've told you in the past, to me there's like two parts of being intelligent, right? There's, there's IQ, yeah,
2: um,
1: your intellect, your logic, uh, reasoning, that sort of thing, which also plays into how good you are at, at subjects like math and science and blah blah blah, which obviously I'm very well at. Um, but then the other half of that, which is something that I believe I'm I'm stronger at, is uh, my emotional intelligence or mm-hmm. EQ. Yeah. And to me, um. I would consider anybody smarter uh, if they have a higher EQ over an IQ, and if you have both, obviously that's you know a different different type of person. But mm. yeah, uh, it's it's different to be just emotionally intelligent because I mean I do spend a lot of my life at work, but even a lot of things at work are in, in everybody's life are influenced by emotion, and if you can, as a leader, you know, mm-hmm. uh, know what gets people to tick i guess or or how you know your group works best that's that's all based off emotion so to me you to be in t- truly intelligent you need to be uh, there needs to be equal iq and eq mm-hmm. and it is more so eq if in my personal opinion
2: mm-hmm.
0: how, do you do you think that um when you were making these uh conclusions about intelligence and uh, emotional intelligence that you you always kind of like had it or did you had to you had to develop it? What do you think?
1: Okay, so this is a story I feel like I tell a lot of people or not a lot of people, I don't know how many people I tell a story, but it's something I think about so often. Mm. Um so I was in kindergarten, yeah. I oh, whatever, how old am I? Five years old. <laughs> Two thousand one, actually not the year nine eleven happened. I remember this very vividly. I went to Catholic school, good old Saint Mary's. Um and there was this uh, girl, Catherine, and um, obviously I was the smartest baby
0: in that, can I curse in this? Yeah, I curse all the
1: time. Okay, I was the smartest, <laughs> I was the smartest baby in that bitch, so um, if you, you know, did the best in class, you got to pick whichever toy you wanted to play with first. And I really loved building blocks, like, building blocks were literally my favorite toy as a kid. And so, obviously, I went for those. Um, Catherine, who was, I believe, autistic, I want to say. She threw, like, this huge fit, and she wanted to play with the building blocks. And I could tell, like, that my teacher was, like, already stressed. Miss Deverson, I'll Mm. never forget this. Mm. And that was just causing her, like, even more stress. And, like, you could tell she didn't really know what to do about it. Mm -hmm. Um, cause she knew I was deserving to, of like playing whatever toy I want to play with. And yes, even though she was trying to discipline, like she was conscious of like the two types of kids she had in front of her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I always look back on this story to my emotional intelligence because I could tell how it wasn't necessary. The, the stress it was causing my teacher wasn't necessary for me to be playing with that specific toy. Mm. Um, and so yeah, I told her like, oh, I could go painting." Was my next favorite thing, hmm. and they had a bunch of like painting easels. So yeah, I told her, "Hey, oh, no, no, it's okay. Like, I'm gonna miss Everson. She could, she could play with the blocks, and I'll go paint."
0: You know, it's in oh, okay. So um, you just you so it sounds like you created kind of harmony in the room.
1: I, I am, you yeah. You created Yeah, army. I don't like yeah. things that are you unnecessary. Easily,
0: you could have easily been a selfish kid. I could have, no, yeah. You could have, but uh-huh. you wasn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So.
1: And that was just because of like, I could like read her vibes, even as a young kid, and I could, you know, read Catherine's vibes. That was just, it's just her personality. That's who or she was at that age. And she wasn't. She was gonna make it a big deal continuously, and Miss Darvish was getting real stressed out. So I was just like, "Okay, I don't need all this commotion. Mm-hmm. I don't really need to be playing with these blocks. Like, I get to choose <laughs> what toy I want to play with every day. Like, you know, I could go paint today. Like, it's not worth this. And yes, yeah, so you bring up harmony, and uh, you know, I'd be loving zodiac. You mm-hmm. got a Libra in this bitch. So um, yeah, harmony, I guess, has always been like a big thing in my life. I don't like too much commotion, like uh, unnecessary commotion. Yeah, cuz to me yeah. it was unnecessary. Like that yeah. the situation was unnecessary yes. and um anything I could do to help, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, even from a young age, even from fucking 5 years old like mm-hmm. anything I could do to help. So yeah. Uh is there anything you'd like to add to that? No because we well, like you... discuss it more.
0: Well cuz you can. I mean, it, the fact that you had the willpower too.
1: Yeah, you, know, you
0: could have just held back actually too. Also, you could have just did almost nothing.
1: I could. It's, I could have so just some, sat there with my mouth shut.
0: Something in you also wanted you to um, do something about it. Also. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's so it's it, it really uh, it's really intriguing to think that um, we we're here with a certain level of consciousness True. already previously. Whereas people think that, yeah, we have upbringing, we have circumstances and stuff like that, but it's like we also was born with a certain level of consciousness, things that we are going to gravitate towards.
1: Absolutely. So... People have... I don't want to call it strengths. Yes, everybody has their strengths and weaknesses, but like you just said, there are certain things that are just embedded in your DNA, like values, um, morals, like mm. how you... What brings your body, like, the most balance? It, and this is how I view my life. Like, mm. what brings my body, you know, the most peace or my mind the most peace is just, like, everything being sort of balanced. And But that's just me. And like you said, that was, like, pre-programmed into me. Like, I've been that way for as long as I can remember.
0: So, this Zodiac stuff was actually really interesting because, you know, it's something me and you both pay attention mm-hmm. to. Um, <laughs> And I mean, cause I was, I'm just a curious person, so I just wanted to, I want to play into it, right? Yeah. And so I'll be studying the stuff too, and it just when I read about it, it just makes a lot more sense for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So
0: i you, you know, like, I don't let it guide me too much.
1: Absolutely not. I don't let
0: it guide me too much. I know people that freaking try to get their tarot like every other week and stuff like that. Yeah, all, kinda... I'm. I'm
1: not that extreme either. It's just. Um just like for me it's true you know i'm not gonna go around to everybody and be like oh this is your truth Mm -hmm. like to me like you said it's something that interests you it's of interest to me because in my personal life i'm like okay yeah like that's me you know so like but it's not like i use it to guide myself it's just like i really just be a harmless person yes
0: well um identity is huge Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know especially for uh like our age yeah this uh This longing and this search for identity, and constantly kind of reinventing Mm ourselves. So it's uh, it's something that it's it's nice to have something to fall back on, you know, because it's only it's only gonna help us. It helps us um, as a foundation. Yeah. So it's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock it. Yeah. This stuff has existed before we were even alive.
1: Ancient times. Yeah. The stars have been around since ancient times. Yeah. Um, and again, I feel like those are just like. Qualities. What? What's the word I want to say? Um. It's not used as a guide, but it's more like, okay, like, yeah, this is something that I, I value largely in my life. Like, I need... Am I always at balance? No. Like, but that's at the times where I'm most stressed out. And mm-hmm. um, I do strive, like, for harmony and, like, justice. I'm, I'm a very two-sided thinker.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: I put myself in other people's shoes. Yeah. I'm very sympathetic right it's sympathy
0: and empathetic
1: too i I definitely am empathetic as well Um, but you have
0: sympathy
1: yeah and i i i can have a temper when pushed but like i i don't really ever act off my impulses Mm -hmm. like i think through things very um what's the word
0: A thought out lens?
1: I'm... My thoughts are... My actions are very deliberate. Like, I think through things very cautiously and Mm -hmm. um, probably a little too fucking much. You know, (laughs) I wish I was a little more impulsive. Not in a bad way. It's just... um, I I live in my own head. Mm -hmm. And we all know this about me. I I stay living on my own head. (laughs) I talk to myself probably way more than the average person talks to themselves. Um... But also, I don't see that as a bad thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, That's
0: why you're an engineer. Yeah. Engineer as well. Yeah.
1: I, I feel like it's allowed me to be, like, analytical and um, do things with purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I I really do things that, like, don't have a, a purpose to me. It, it mm-hmm. could be the smallest thing, but, like...
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And to me, like, how I like to live my life is I I see a lesson in everything and everyone and, like... Um, you know, there's probably things people need to learn from me too I, I feel like I'd be helping this world out Because um, I'm a very rational thinker I The only thing I'll probably argue with you on and never budge is that Little Wayne is the greatest driver of all time. But besides that, you know, I'll see both sides out and I'll listen to you and Mm. I'll I'll try to come up with a solution that's beneficial to both parties, Mm. if that makes sense. Mm. I don't care about credit. I'm not much of someone who, like, needs credit. Um, I just like things to get done. So I feel like that's another um, plus to my... Like underlying personality traits, I'm not much of like a pride I have pride like I have pride, but I'm not much of a prideful person. Mm. Um, I'm cool with like letting down my guard if it makes you know someone else feel better. Um, but I do feel a lot of times like I the lesson for me to learn in most things is like I need to like put myself more first more, mm. you know. Like, I feel like that's been a that's been a lesson of my whole life, you know? Mm. I'll stress myself out if it's, like, for the well-being of someone else, else that I care about.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because I, I feel like there's a lot of things I could handle. Mm. Like, there ain't a lot of shit that's going to break me. As opposed to someone else, and that's where, again, emotional intelligence comes mm. in. Like, I can see a situation doing more damage to someone else than to myself, so... If I care about them, I'm gonna protect them in, in any way I can because I know what I could handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus what I know they can handle. And yeah, I feel like that's just how my life has gone. But I do I do strive like for everything harmless. I don't you only get one life, life's life's short, and I feel like you should live it to like like live your life how you wanna live it. Live your truth, right? That's what they say. Breach. And okay. Yeah, I feel like I've I've definitely learned that more and more over the years. You know, communication is key. Um, You know, keep people around you that value the same things you do. I'm not saying everything has to be the same. It's good to have someone with opposing thoughts. Mm. I I always love a little good debate. And Mm. like I said, I'll listen to you. Um, And my boss always says, like, sometimes you just need a fresh set of eyes to see something differently. And I, I value all of that. Like. Because to me, there's not, like, one solid way to do something right. Quote, unquote, mm. right. I don't mm. think... Like, to me, there's multiple ways of doing things. And it's all going to be different for each different person. hmm Because everyone's different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what What works best for me may not work best for you. Facts. Very true. So, I just try to help and guide people uh, that I care about. And if it works for them, it works for them. If not, then we try something else.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? How many... How many episodes have you listened to, someone like on my podcast?
1: I think I have listened to like four.
0: Four? Wow, that's a pretty good. I mean, that's more than I expected. Um, <laughs> what were those? What were those four?
1: It was the one with Devon and Eman.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Boyhood and Manhood. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That yeah. one. The one with Eman's brother.
0: Oh, Nathan and Montague. Oh, yes.
1: Um, the one with Brandy.
0: Oh, why are we friends? Yeah.
1: Yes, yes, that one, that one. Uh, and what was the last one? Or it might have been just those three actually. Mm. Oh, I think I started the relationships one. one. Oh, you did. Yeah, but I didn't get through the whole thing. Oh yeah, that
0: one's pretty deep. That one's crazy deep. I
1: didn't get through the whole thing
0: on that one. Um, well, spoiler alert. I mean, relationships. Yeah. There was some. <laughs> yeah, they go pretty. They went. We went. We was in there on that one. <laughs> we was in that bitch. Um, but no, um, Why are we friends, Devo- uh, Dilo
1: Why are we friends? I feel like we're friends because we value each other's. We have value, or we value each other and we have respect for one another. Mm -hmm. And every single time we're together, like we're always learning from each other. Mm -hmm. And I think you value that in me, I value that in you. Like, I'm not saying you can't just sit there and chill with your friends, but I'm saying like every time me, you, Evans are hanging out doing something, like Mm -hmm. we're always learning something or trying to be better. Mm -hmm. And I. I value that, I know you value that, um obviously, we enjoy similar things. we have you know similar uh, morals mm-hmm. and um, also just taste yeah a, a similar aesthetic we mm-hmm. you know we listen to the same music um, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah i we're definitely similar in that way, and I feel like it's mostly just about the things we value at this point in our life, mm-hmm. like and again, you and I. Or everybody in our friend group has such different personalities, yeah. but we can always like agree to disagree and learn from one another. Mm-mm. And I think that's extremely important in a friend group, mm-hmm. like being able to learn from one another, being able to we all communicate really well with one another, mm-hmm. um, and we're all really different. But yeah. there's just this sort of synergy to our group.
2: It's complementary. Uh, you know? Yeah,
1: we all complement each other and in ways. That's appreciated by all, and I don't think we let that go over, like, anybody's head, mm-hmm. you know, and I think we all, like, let each other know that, because mm. it's, like, family. Like, yeah. to me, my friends were always my family. Like, I've had the same friends my whole life.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, So, to me, like, friends are family, and it's that, it's that feeling within our group, you know, that feeling of family. Yes. And I feel like. That's what everybody needs. You know, if you're chilling around your friends and you don't feel like you can't talk about anything or everything or like, they're going to judge you or fight you like that ain't your friends. Mm -hmm. And with us, like we could literally talk about anything and everything and it's going to be a a talk and you're Mm going to learn something Mm -hmm. and we can tell the tough shit in compassionate ways. And, we can talk about the good shit, too, but in the back of our mind, we're always just trying to, you know, make each other better or do what's best for one another.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, yeah, there's that trust in there, you know, having each other's backs. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, you guys, or especially you and I, like, we value that in one another.
0: Very much. Long, well, lifelong friends.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. hmm
0: what? Who are we without like? I mean, having having a good uh, dose of good people. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised by how many people don't live their life like that, though. Uh,
1: mm. Trust me.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm, this, I'm sure you know. Yeah, yeah, you know I've really
1: learned that. Like, if I'm gonna be straight up with you, yeah. like I did not learn that until I came here, and oh, I know, sure. I know, yeah. I talk about New York versus here a lot, right? But it's just because, like. I don't know, like, not that I don't know a single person, but, you know, even the motherfucking crackhead people who are even, like, you know, choosing to live their life crazy like that. They still got some solid-ass group of crackhead friends, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) here, I feel like, I feel like here, people have no sense of community. Like, everybody's just... Not everybody, uh-huh. let me rephrase that. Yeah. A lot of people I've met here are just out for, like, what's best for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I, I've... I'm from a big family. Yeah, I'm from a big city where, yeah. like, so, some... Most people only have their family, you know yeah. what I mean? Their uh-huh. community. Yes. They ain't got shit else, so, like, that shit means a lot to me. So that whole concept of, like, selfishness versus selflessness, like, I've... I'm not saying i never met a selfish person in my life, but back home, like, you always got one person's back. At least one person's back solidly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, everybody got at least one person that I can say, okay, that, like, this person will never switch on me. This person will never do something shady behind my back. You know, this person would never talk down on me. Like, I trust this person with with my life. Mm. And I know I've talked about that a lot, like... I have Jessica, my best friend of almost two decades now, and I feel like when I describe our relationship to people, like people will always say, "Oh, you never know, you never know," and I'm like, "No, like I know." You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't know who I was without that girl. Like, I know. I, have I described this to you about like Harry Potter? What about? Okay, you know how there's the seven hole cruxes. Yeah. Yeah, like to me, like Jessica is like A whole crux. Yeah, like, she's part of my soul, and uh-huh. I trust her with my life, yeah. and I feel like people don't have those intense, like, connections here.
2: Yeah. Let, let me
1: tell you something. When I first met Anna, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I've told you this story for sure. Like, when yeah. I first... I love Anna. Anna's so personable. Like, me and Anna became friends so quick. Mm-hmm. And I, I would ask her, like, yo, who's your childhood, you know, like, best friend? Yeah. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with Anna. I'm just saying, All like, right. there's, like... I feel like people don't have those connections here. Obviously, you and Eman's and SJ do, Brand. Indeed. Yeah, but uh, she was just like she has good friends, you know that she's known but like her best friend is Brandy obviously. Yeah. And I mean they they've only been friends for what? A few years. A few years now. And I feel like like I literally have like a solid group of 20 people that when I go home, I hang out with every day and I have been doing that bang bang since I was 6 years old. Yeah. And so, to me, those connections are just like normal. Mm-hmm. So to come here and and people lack that, it was just like that's a little mind blowing for me. Yeah. Cause I was like, me and Jessica have literally experienced life together. Yeah. Like we grew together. Mm-hmm. That girl knows me better than I know myself. You know, mm-hmm. that's my right hand. My go to. My ride or die. And I could confidently say that because we have put the time and had the experiences. Um, and I have uh, multiple people, Ricky, James, uh, Michelle. And so, yeah, here it's just, I guess it's just different. Um,
0: let's touch on that actually real quick. Um, it is different. You're <laughs> not wrong. It is different. So, um, I think we, me, you and Emmanuel have actually talked about this, uh, this community thing, yeah. um, before. And I'm not going to say that we don't have community here. Uh, it really depends what kind of community we're talking about. Let's just say, Let's just say, let's just put culture into the community. Let's just yes, say culture, yes. okay? The lack of it. <laughs>
1: That's, yeah, exactly. Let's just
0: The lack of culture yeah, here. Yeah, okay? that uh,
1: plays a big part.
0: Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's huge. Mm-hmm. And the fact that New York is such a melting pot of culture, yeah. it kind of forces you to be respectable, to, like, to own your own culture and respect other people's culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where here, it's like um, there was so less of it that no one knew how to do that.
1: I agree with that in that sense, but also, like, New York is its own culture.
0: Yeah, see? Exactly.
2: Exactly. <laughs> like, Bang. New York
1: has Italians, Puerto Ricans, yes. you know, the Russians, the, yeah. the 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 Middle Easterns. New York has everything, uh-huh. but if there's one thing everybody in New York has in common is that they're just proud to, like, to be from New York. Like, yeah. New York is its own culture, yeah. in a sense, of
2: Canada, and of a lot
1: of places in the u.s lack that like Mm. i ain't saying nobody's proud to be from boise i'm sure i'm sure there's a lot of people that are proud to be from boise but like what is boise culture
0: it's not on that new york level
1: like Uh, boise is not a culture boise is boise boise is boise exactly like and i get it it's a small city and you could say oh you only like only the bigger cities really got culture but like if you got a strong sense of community like you can make culture anywhere you know so if y'all want to make huckleberries your culture, like, make fucking huckleberries your culture. Facts, yes. But it, I think that's it. Um, and, like, we were talking about this. Like, in New York, like, people just have the same experiences just because it's New York City. Uh-huh. Like, you experience the same things on your daily life, mm-hmm. um, especially, like, being in lower-income areas. Like, you you guys go through the struggle together. You know, where, the, no yeah. matter if you're white, black, Puerto Rican, Asian, like, you go through it together. You experience a struggle together, so it creates that. And I'm not saying struggle creates a stronger sense of community, but in a way, mm, it does. It does. No, it does. <laughs> yes. And um, and that's what causes people from those types of areas to bond for life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, because y'all went through the mud together, mm-hmm. and y'all gonna come up together.
0: Bang. I mean, so that's why my experience of Boise different. Yeah. Different, because I was in the arts. Okay. And the arts is very unappreciated here, for the most part.
1: Okay.
0: Um, who who really, like, prides themselves on their art? I mean, a lot of the artists that come out of Boise Idaho, Not a lot.
2: Yeah. You know what I'm
0: saying? Though it's not like people... Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the fact... But I know that we there's good artists here still.
2: Yeah.
0: So, that's where I'm, like... That's where I, I still hold it down. I'm like, look, I don't live anywhere else. Yeah. So, like, I'm still here, and I'm still appreciating what it can be. But, like, the fact that we all as an arts culture struggle in that sense that we Mm -hmm. are everything is already against us already so it's like that makes us want to work that much harder to be appreciated so like now like a company from New York City City Company who is the like the longest uh, running um, it's like Tadashi Suzuki started this thing in New York with all with this company so Tadashi and uh, um, this other lady She's not coming to mind right now, but it's them two. They started this company and it's for theater artists and it's been around for decades and they're just closing it. They are closing it. This be, they've been talking about closing it f- prior to, to COVID, but because of COVID, I feel like it's kind of enhanced. Like, hey, yeah. we're closing this thing. And so this company that's literally known around the world um, based off of New York is closing down and they're legends but they come to boise as a, like as as a unit and they love boise because of how hungry
2: yeah these
0: artists are here yeah. and they, they're like wow we would never expect this is a hole in the wall mm-hmm. like we didn't know you guys were this hungry
2: yeah
0: you know so that in its own i'm like we're from new york we know we know who's hungry yeah we can tell who's hungry
2: yeah so
0: like the fact that People, because people who go to this workshop don't always aren't just um, Boise natives. We get people from like Georgia, Colorado, mm-hmm. you know, like, you name it, and they go to this Boise workshop. Like, hey, I hope we get the Boise gig. That's literally what they talk about. <laughs> They're from New York and be like, I let's get. I can't wait to the to the Boise gig. Yeah. So just hearing that, and I'm like, man, it made me appreciate Boise more because. Yeah. So that's why like my experience from Boise was different. I was like, I get to see.
1: That's yeah. a very different perspective. Yeah. Um there's a i I like that you brought it up because there's a difference in like being from poverty and starving for um to to not be, you know, poor and impoverished versus being starved of uh recognition and um not recognition but Hey, this little city over here has talent, mm-hmm. but you're in a big city, so we ain't gonna look at you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They're they're very similar in, in most ways. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just two very different perspectives, which Agreed. I like that you just brought that up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, that's interesting. I didn't I didn't think about that.
0: It really it really is. Uh, if you don't immerse yourself in um, the community, then you can feel lost. Yeah, you can feel uh-huh. lost that's why i i I talk to small business owners and even they though they grew up in boise they're just like me like i have i haven't experienced the amount of boise that i could yeah that i really there's so much of boise that i've yet to do and immerse myself in and well that's just because of time like it's time we can't do everything right yeah and so that's where the beauty of it comes like that's where like I can I can say that Boise lacks these things, but it also has lots of these things that it's it's good at. So it's just kind of because I can't. I'm not gonna knock where I'm from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Absolutely not. But I
0: know people have done that, and like that's where I always like I'll come in and be like, look, you know what I'm saying? Like, what have you actually done for the community? Yeah. Tell me. Like I mean, you can make it better. Actually, like do you, something's lacking. Fill it then. Yeah. Fill it.
1: True. So I feel like okay, particularly St. Ellen. Yeah. And for a lot of people who listen to this, like New York City with the hills, Staten Island. Staten Island is the fifth borough of New York City, also known as the Forgotten Borough. Right, you got Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. And a lot of people will bash Staten Island mm-hmm. or like be like, "Oh, I hate this island," blah blah blah. But like, nobody ever leaves.
2: <laughs> it's because
1: as much as you can say you hate the island, like it don't it don't lack anything, mm-hmm. you know. And like you're saying, um, and if you do feel like something's lacking somewhere is lacking something yeah then bring it
2: yeah Which,
1: bring bring it to the plate oh like, uh, actually we were just talking about how boise lacks hookah bars okay and hookah mm-hmm. okay back when i was young
2: yeah
1: back when i was in high school Eight. hookah the age was 18 yeah um but they would you know they would really let you in at like any age <laughs> so we would go to hookah like my high school boyfriend's middle eastern we would go to hookah a lot um, when I was, like, 16, 17. And it's just a culture in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, New York, Miami, like, hookah's a thing. And I was just saying this, like, my roommates Ben and Chandler. I was like, Boise lacks a good hookah bar.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Chandler was like, so, let's make one.
2: Mm.
1: You know? It's yeah. just, like, that kind of mindset. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you don't got what you need... Make it. Make it. Like... Yeah. And... But, again, you do have to, like, play it a different, like, obviously, Boise has a very different culture than New York. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Um, or lack of culture, like you said. Mm-hmm. So, would I even want to put a, a hookah bar in Boise just because I'm from New York and I want a hookah bar here? Oh, well, obviously, I know there's hookah bars here, but, like, in New York, it's a different vibe. Like, I've been to a hookah bar here, and it's, it's, not, it's not it. Yeah. <laughs> it's Which not one did you go it. to? Um, one in Garden City, I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah. I don't remember the name of it, but it was kind of ratchet. No, Like, I'm used to a hookah bar being, like, sort of a club scene. Yeah. You know, there's usually a DJ, like, it's always held popping. You got tables, you got alcohol, like... I mean, they even serve hookahs in the clubs in New York and Jersey, like... So, yeah. Um, there's times, like, obviously, Cynthia actually just came by to pick up her hookah, but we we do hookah a lot, and... Uh Uh-huh. uh that's that's part of New York's culture and New York's, quote-unquote, community. And, um, yeah, it's funny that you say that, because I was just thinking about that. Like, Boise lacks that, so yes. why not bring it? Boise lacks rooftop bars.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Huge thing in New York, rooftop mm-hmm. bars, okay? Mm-hmm. Boise lacks that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I know there's going to be different, you know, restrictions in certain cities and, you know, the cost of... A rooftop property, and how many buildings are there actually in downtown Boise to put a damn rooftop on, and blah blah blah, but um these are the uh ideas that need to be brought to new cities, you know if they want if they want to be as prosperous as the big ones, these are things that people enjoy in big cities mm-hmm. um so why not bring them to the little ones?
0: It's it. It's really interesting that we're talking about Boise in a time like this. Yeah. Because um, you realize that we're the number one most moved to state. Fastest growing, and fast yeah. As, everyone's literally, like, I just looked at it. I looked at that this is the number one state in, uh, that everyone's moving to. Yeah. For c- big reasons like cost of living, having a house, all this stuff, property, real estate. It's, it's booming. Yeah. So it's... It's really interesting that we're talking about it now. We're gonna in the next five years. We're gonna see how the how all this stuff's gonna play out. Like how, yeah, exactly. You know?
1: It'll be funny to listen to this in five years yeah. because. Um, also, I feel like a lot of people that are moving here are from California. Uh-huh. So like, I feel like Boise is gonna be more influenced by like. Cali. West Coast culture as opposed to East Coast. Of course. Um, and to be honest, I haven't really experienced much much of West Coast culture. Like I've yeah. been to LA once. I've been to San Diego a few times like.
2: Yeah.
1: Um so yeah, I'm excited to see like what this place becomes. Um not say I mean Boise is a gem like uh, you want to keep it Boise but like you know, it's going to grow and
0: it's going to become its own thing.
1: Exactly. I'm excited yeah. to see what it grows into. Yeah. Um me too. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say I'm I'm going to be here for that growth. Yeah, huh? But I obviously would like to come back and visit who whoever is still here right and uh, who knows maybe i'll buy some property out here just because it's cheap and and i have faith in this place to grow uh into the potential it has um it's super dope that like i love to ski like it's super dope that there's ski mountains close like it could be i feel like a lot of people say boise is going to be the next salt lake
2: okay i hear that a lot yeah
1: but i don't even consider salt lake that big of a city to me. Uh-huh. To me Salt Lake's like not really that big of a city. Mm-hmm. But obviously it's bigger than here. Yeah. So if you want to like project anything from or use anything as a reference for what Boise is probably going to be, I feel like Salt Lake's a good one.
0: Yeah, I would say Salt Lake's like a bigger Boise. Mhm. For sure.
1: And what's a bigger Salt Lake? I don't know. Like Denver? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I was
0: just thinking of that. Um, yeah, I
1: don't know. I mean, I've only been to Denver once. But I know, obviously, Denver's a huge-ass city. I
0: never left the airport, but, yeah, I was there. <laughs> so.
1: But, yeah, I guess you can see that projected growth for, you know, all these Pacific Northwest cities um, that all have, you know, similar vibes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's exciting. It's exciting to be here now and see what it's going to grow into uh, in these next 10 years and, and have this appreciation for what it was. Mm. I'm trying to try this thing where I appreciate things more in the moment. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I, I appreciate Boise for what it is now and I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a time in my life where I'll be like, damn, I miss living at three zero four two sweet water <laughs> in 2020, man,
0: Sweetwater, Sweetwater. You know? There was a time, see this, you're going through some changes right now that it's like you, it's, I think you're reaching a new, maybe pinnacle in your life, but I don't really know what to call it, but it's,
1: like... <laughs> it's my quarter life crisis. <laughs>
0: Is that even a real thing? Like, <laughs> no,
1: to... no, no. It's not a real thing. What
0: is this? I mean, you might need to en... <laughs> enlighten me on this. This is first. just Let's... something
1: we joke about in the house because everybody's turning. I mean, I'm the youngest in the house. Yeah. Bob's the oldest. Bob's 26. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 24. Ben turned 25 back in April. Chandler turned 25 back in September. And Kat is turning 25 this Saturday. Uh, we're having a turn up for Kat's birthday, so y'all oh, should bad. come
0: through. That's right, that's
1: right. That's Sagittarius a... gang. But, um, yeah, so everybody's turning 25, uh, and so we are just joking about quarter-life crisis. <laughs> okay. But, what I mean, any life crisis, you're just going through a big change. That's really all it means. Or, or you're realizing things that you necessarily didn't realize before. Not that it's related to age in any way. Mm. Um, when you realize things, it's more related to experience. Than age, mm. and any experiences could come at any age, you know.
0: You ever experienced like deja vu ever? all the
1: time? What, all,
0: t- the time. all the time?
1: I experience deja Yo. vu often.
0: Whoa, you must have some different levels of intuition. <laughs> okay, tell me what that's crazy. Uh, give me some examples.
2: Um, I mean, to if me, you feel it's a scary
1: feeling. Like, I, I yeah. truly couldn't give you an example off the top of my head, uh-huh. but. To me, deja vu is not, like, this mystic, like, what's the word? Mystical? It kind of scares me. It's, like, when I, when it happens to me, like, it kind of scares me because I'm, like, I've been here before.
2: Yeah. And
1: it doesn't scare me as much as it used to when I was younger. Because mm-hmm. I'd be like, whoa, I just had deja vu. But, like, now I'm like, yo, like, I, I know I've been through this at some point in my life.
2: Whoa. Um. Huh.
1: And, yeah, it's it's kind of a different feeling for me now than it used to be it used to be something like oh sort of that was dope but now it's just like okay this should be kind of scaring me because like did I did I go through this like did I live this moment already like I don't really be knowing or is it just you know the elaborate situations I'd be imagining in my head mm. that be real life or like what is it um there's a book <sighs> Elf by Paulo Coelho, one of my favorite authors and he talks about deja vu in this book
0: why is it called Elf know what it means hmm. I'm just curious I just had to ask no
1: that word means something okay in some language but I forget hmm. um I'll get back to you on that one but um he talks about deja vu in a way that's like deja vu is not this phenomena that happens it's it's you basically bringing your past into your present and repeating the same cycles. Yeah. I'm not sure the exact words he uses. Uh, I'll have to, again, get back to you on that one. Actually, I have it. I have it. Let me,
2: okay. let me look we'll it, up it up. Greg.
1: Yeah, I got it, I got it on my visco. You know, because it was very philosophical.
0: Yes. Pull it up real quick though. While you pulling that up, I need a I need to t- tell the audience that the the name came to mind about who created the Suzuki and viewpoints back in the day is uh, Tadashi Suzuki and uh, Anne Bogart. Yeah. Okay. Those those two theater artists. Yeah, and Bogart, that's the one. Some crazy mofos, man. They're, <laughs> looking, they're intense, but I love it.
1: So why, why are they um, closing it?
0: Um, everyone's older. Okay. They're older, and I think they just they did what they needed to do. And um, I think they've tried to close, close shop maybe for some time, I think. It's been in the conversation. and They just, because of this uh, world events, they decided to pull the, pull the plug you it's,
1: You know, it's really, really sad to me how many um, small businesses are closing because of COVID. I know. Like, literally, my favorite club in New York closed, and I was so sad. Yeah. I was so freaking sad.
0: We don't know if it, it could restart again, but we don't know. Really I know, yet.
1: and uh, everybody keeps saying that, but it's just like restaurants and... Yes. I mean, so many places, you're like, it's it's really sad, honestly. Yeah. Um, because these are like New York, I like staples, you know, like just places I had so many memories at. Okay. I found it. It says, of course not. Um, but deja vu is more than just that fleeting moment of surprise instantly forgotten because we never bother with things that make no sense. It shows that time doesn't pass. It's a leap into something we have already experienced, and that is being repeated. What the fuck? Yeah. What the actual fuck? I, always, I think about this so often, especially when he says that like people instantly forget about it because they don't bother with things that make no sense, yeah. which is so true. Like When you have deja vu, you're like, oh my god, for like two seconds, yeah. and then it's gone, but like no one really ever sits there and ponders like, Did I really, like, actually experience this already?
2: Yes.
1: And is it really actually happening again, or did I, what's the word? It may not be the exact same scenario, but is everything I learned from it the same? Mm -hmm. And and I'm relating them in a a similar way. But, yeah, really interesting insight into deja vu. Uh, But, yeah, I feel like even as a kid I got deja vu pretty often. Or, and again, maybe that was just me like guessing something's going to happen and thinking through a scenario too often in my head and then it actually happening, which brings me to manifestation and how thoughts... you really got to be careful what you think because manifestation is real, is very real.
2: Mm.
1: And there's times where I've thought about like negative things so much and then they, they happen even though like necessarily that's not what I want to happen. Um but I just—not that I manifested it, but like I just—I thought about it too much, and just like they say, be careful what you wish for. Like, be careful what you think because
0: it might come true. It,
1: it might—it might come to fruition. Yeah. Um. So that's why I've—I've I've always been more careful with my thoughts. Um,
0: but you are also not your brain.
1: You're not your brain. Yeah. But you do need to be careful what you think because manifestation is real. Yeah. Um, you, you can have a thought in your brain and, and, uh, unconsciously, you know, gather all the building blocks you need for, for that to happen just because you have the thought in your brain and that's a real thing. So whether it's negative or positive, I feel like people need to be more aware of that.
0: Mm-hmm. You can be mindful of your thoughts.
1: Oh, absolutely. Very. Your thoughts rule your life.
0: That's why it's like I, I when I read into things about stuff within like my past life or whatever like mm-hmm. stuff you know with zodiac and stuff I try to be too I try to be careful with it mm-hmm. you know um, I'll take what I deem is like okay yeah yeah that's cool that's me like blah 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 this blah 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 that but when I read into some stuff about my my past life um, and stuff that will follow that stuff starts to get kind of interesting yet scary yeah because in my past life I heard well, from what I read that um, you're like y'all 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 into it now <laughs> that i i um i indulged into the my senses too much uh, in my past life
2: okay
0: and so like this is actually played into my life now actually like i can get really sucked into some like sensory type like and i that, i can be, see
1: that absolutely you
0: can see that you can see this
1: well and you now, and me. obviously and me now? yeah i feel like you you dive so deeply into people yeah. and studying people and uh, the things that make them tick you know okay. how their brain works. People could be thinking about the same thing, but you want to know like how they reach how each of those separate people reach that conclusion you know each and every little little thought mm-hmm. each and every action
0: and So this can be healthy and this could be also uh, be weird. Yeah.
1: This can be healthy and it can be <laughs>
0: creepy to some. Oh, people.
1: weird. I wouldn't call it weird or See, creepy. See now
0: you wouldn't. You wouldn't. But some people might be like, yo, Alex B, that's kinda creepy. So but like, it's it's just what I do though. So this is one of them. This is one of the vices that I do. One okay. of my one of my vices is actually yeah, understanding people's like stuff.
2: Yeah. You know
0: what I'm saying? I would say yeah. But also like I'm beyond this though, like I mean beyond this What what I read in karmic is like things like that feel good like sex drugs all this stuff you know Um, and 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 also uh,
1: this is your past life past life okay
0: Um, fucking around too much like fucking around too much in my past life
1: okay
0: interesting though I'm like huh interesting like so the fact that I can feel these like uh, urges now. Like, mm-hmm. I can feel these urges now. It might be just foo-foo. It could it could be just foo-foo. <laughs> but, like, I mean, right now I ain't, no, I ain't in a relationship. I ain't in a serious relationship. A part of me thinks that um, I will either be... I'm okay being single for the rest of my life and being alone. Like, I, I've accepted that. I'm at peace with that. That might actually happen. I'll, I'll get my love and appreciation from other things.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, or two like I'll actually you know like have a wife that's you know suitable for me mm-hmm. and build a beautiful life together. It's just I don't know how life is going to pan out, but it's just uh, right now it, I think I'm reading I'm reaching these um, like okay, maybe I could have been like that kind of player that that past life was trying to put me out as. Maybe because of like, my flirtatious ways and stuff possibly. Right now I have no no kids though, thank goodness. <laughs>
1: Um, Amen to that. <laughs>
0: bless. I've been more careful. So I've been. Now that I have that information in my head, though, I've been more careful and I've been more cautious. Though I can, f- if I have that information in my head, I can also, like you said, manifest it, and that could be true. I could repeat that same karma. Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. Okay. I see what you mean, and and I can completely agree with this. I've never dug too deep into like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But my best friend Jessica always tries to get me to go to the psychic with her. Oh, wait. see that's
0: that's that that's something i haven't done
1: and literally i refuse well, to yeah, because of right that reason right. right there yeah the reason you just said like uh-huh. i don't want to know something yeah and then you know think not that i'll be like oh what she like take what she says as as truth yeah but i don't want to have these pre you know conceived notions in my head and 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 be like oh well she said i'm gonna i'm gonna be a grocery store manager so like you know me. Why would I try it? Anything else? Like, not that that's my situation, uh-huh. but I don't, I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want, like you said, like to, to manifest things that somebody said to me just because this person's a and they said it to me or my past, just because my past life said this or, or just because my Zodiac said this, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I feel how I feel because that's, I feel that way. Yeah. I act how I act because I act that way. Uh-huh. And at the end of the day, like that's my that's my reasoning behind it, mm-hmm. not because Zodiac told me, not because my past life told me, not because the psychic told me. Because that's just how I am. My experiences in life have made in this life have made me that way. Mm-hmm. And although I like to read out into all that stuff, um, what what's that what's that word that I say? I don't take it as like end all be all. Like yeah. Um, and that's the difference between like right destiny and you know, controlling your own life, I guess.
0: I'd rather be the captain of my own ship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'd much rather be the captain of my
1: I, own ship. But on the flip side of that, like, I believe everything happens for a reason. Like... See, now,
0: it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a balance of, like...
1: It's a balance. It's a, <laughs> it's a
0: balance of, like, faith. Yeah. In fate. Yeah. But also, like, you also have control to control your... Rationality.
1: Vision. Like... Yeah. You, you can have faith, but you also need to be logical. Like, mm. and understand reality for what it is, but it's okay to believe in something greater. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I've never had an issue with that. Like, I'm a scientist, but I believe in all this other stuff. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people say, oh, scientists and quote-unquote religion or spirituality cannot coexist, but, like, I'm a spiritual-ass motherfucker. Like, they need I'm, each other. They do need each other. They yes. do need each other because a lot of, a lot of science is faith, yes. and a lot of science are... Nonfiction starts as fiction, so yes. <laughs> um, and you don't know what what this world is truly capable of. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't you don't know anything. Something, okay, this is like I'm not high, I promise, but this is a high <laughs> thought. Um, like, to me, one question that has always puzzled me my whole life is like everything comes from something. But, like, yes, and people could have their arguments, uh big bang, whatever you know scientific theories there are on like how the universe started, but, like, to me, what I know about life right now is that everything needs to come from something, and that's something that's always puzzled me, or I've questioned my whole life because, like you we think everything needs to come from something, but then where did everything come from
2: mm-hmm.
1: So, to me, I don't put anything past anything. Like, I watch a lot of ancient aliens. I love that stuff. Obviously, I love outer space. Obviously, the oceans intrigue me because, like, we ain't even really explored the oceans yet. But how this is relating all back to, like, life is that, to me, anything's possible. Like, to me, nothing is impossible.
0: I like that. I like that. Uh, to, fur- to further that while you were talking, actually, something you, you said something has to come from something
1: everything has to come from something everything
0: has to come from something so um let's talk about when um a person's life changes how many times have you said that like oh my life changed that this whatever like this year or whatever blah 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 blah. like what do you, i mean you probably people say that a lot right
1: yeah you know but like saying? how many times have i actually like truly meant it like uh-huh. i'm different like i feel different as a person yeah probably
0: only twice two times <laughs> look at that bless you by the way thank you bless. you're welcome I'm which is which is interesting you might have to elaborate on that but I mean when people say like my life changed at blah blah blah
1: at blah moment
0: yeah uh, you see moment keyword moment yeah yeah, yeah. you know and so um, in, in theater what I was taught is that um, there's moments mm-hmm. in in uh, a story and there's moments in, in the theater and what makes a moment is a prior moment. So you have to come from something to get to where you... To get something yeah. from, from this particular person.
1: Yes, I know exactly what you're
0: saying. Yeah, so... And then, like... So, yeah, exactly. And it's just... You have to come from something. There yeah. has to be something brought.
1: Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. I, I I think I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were literally talking about this concept of, like, opposition. Or not necessarily opposition, but... To truly know something, you have to know its its opposite. Yes. Like yeah. to truly know love, you need to know hate. Yeah. To truly mm-hmm. know happiness, you need to know sadness. Mm-hmm. To truly know bravery, you need to know fear. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's mm-hmm. just that's just life, you know. This these aren't no mystical things. Like this is literally like if you really think about it, like that's just life. Same thing I say about karma, like Karma's not no mystical thing. Like, karma's just life. Like, mm-hmm. what goes around is going to come around <laughs> eventually.
0: You do bad shit to people?
1: That's just going right to, to you. You, come right back to you. That's going to come right back to you. That's why I'm very careful with how I treat people, how I conduct myself. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: And a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah. But, yeah, equal opposite forces. Like, that's just law of physics.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and that applies to, to every aspect of life. And the whole thing about something coming from somewhere... Like there needs to there needs to be a past to be a future. You know? There needs to be a past to be a present and a future. And mm. there needs to be present to be a future. Mm. Uh, and so yeah, that that's something as a kid I always wondered.
0: You ever dealt with some witchcraft type stuff? Like like anybody you know, like
1: Like those stories?
0: No, no, witchcraft stuff. Like people like that was into that stuff.
1: Uh, okay, so like big thing in Hispanic culture obviously is brujería. Uh, but my mom told me that, like, you don't fuck with the bad, mm. Um I, I've never been into it personally. My mom is. My grandma is. My yeah. grandma's a very, very, my mom's mom, very spiritual person. As opposed to my dad's mom, who's very religious. But, but yeah, my grandma and my mom's side, very spiritual. Uh, I grew up with her. You know, we had the mirror and the Elsie the and I on our front door. That was to bounce see the evil and to bounce it away from our house. You know, she mm. she saged our house all the time. She prayed all the time. Um, my mom, basically all she's told me about it is that like just just do it for good reasons because when you do it for bad, it's going to come back on you ten times worse. Uh, and she's had it done to her in a bad way. Um, but yeah, that's that's as close as I can come to like witchcraft. Uh, I do believe in prayer and you could pray to wherever you want, like, whatever you want. I'm not saying like specifically God, but I believe in... Ingratitude, you know. I believe in going to bed at night and saying thank you for this, thank you for this, um, forgiveness, stuff like that. Uh, and I, I believe in a greater power. I believe that in the that hopefully, you know, you would like to think hopefully in the end, like uh, that everything that's happening is being done for like a greater good. And uh, in terms of witchcraft, um, do I knock it? No. Do I stand it? No. Uh, it's just not something I have too much um, experience in. But yeah, I feel like a lot of people always, when you think about Hispanic culture, like, especially guys and Puerto Rican women, right, you will think about brujería, so that's really my only uh, experience with it.
0: I mean, shit, that shit just it just freaks me out. I mean, like, <laughs> It just freaks me out. I mean, like, I was... I, that's why I, I, just like you. I mean, I I do my best to treat people with you know a good level of respect.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, especially when it comes to you know women, because um, you know I, I had a little a little some some back back in the day with a little honey and uh, she was talking <laughs> about some witch stuff and I was like, whoa, what? Hold on, wait. <laughs> and uh. I was I was like actually scared so. I,
1: yeah, okay, but that's what I would say Obviously be careful because like when you don't know This girl and she's just yeah. openly Saying this to you, for for my mom Right, okay, growing up, right My mom would go to the bodega And she would get her sage, she would get her Candles, she would get her Her bath stuff, and I never knew what she was doing up there mm-hmm. I never knew what she was doing up there, she didn't really Tell me what she was doing till I got like Or what it was till I got older You know, and she would tell me, yeah, you know Someone did some bad rujeri on me, I had to grandma had to wash it away, or um, I was doing some good buhuria for someone else. Like, well, everything my mom did was in good faith,
2: uh-huh. and
1: that's what she taught me, you know? I What what I didn't really know what she was doing up there, but I also feel like my mom wouldn't just, you know, when my mom first, I mean, my dad's Puerto Rican too, so he probably gets it, but if my mom was going for, for a, a young Asian man like yourself, and mm-hmm. she was like, oh, I do witchcraft, like, mm-hmm. I don't think she would say that right off the bat. And she would probably, you know, keep it on the deal until you really understood it a little more. Yeah. And understood that she was, you know, doing it most, all the time for good. Uh, not not no voodoo doll, you know, stick a needle in your back type yeah, shit. Yeah, that's kind of... That's, yeah, no, Every everything my sad. mom always did for good. She yeah. always did it to cleanse her energy and, or or pray for someone else. Or if she felt like there was some bad energy in her life, um, you know, protect herself, protect the family, her and my grandma. Yeah. I, I. It's something I need to talk about the more because it's not... My sister knows more about it. And I feel like in Hispanic culture, like, that stuff gets passed down, you know, from woman to woman, generationally. Yeah. Um, my sister's older than me.
0: What gets passed down?
1: Those... Tr- like, how to do it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How to actually do it. Do I don't know, it. know what my mom was doing upstairs in the bathroom with huh. her her petals and her different types of waters and her incense and all that, candles and all that. I don't know what she was doing up there. Uh, Um, The rituals, I guess, if that's what you want to call them.
0: Who taught you how to do your hand gestures?
1: New Yorkers talk with their hands. Yes, they do. I talk with my hands bad. Uh, I talk with my hands real bad. And a lot of people always point that out. In New York, it's funny because everybody talks with their hands, but the people who get the most shit for it are the Italians. Okay. But, but everybody talks with their hands. Uh-huh. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> that's just the thing. You're gonna make me like self-conscious about that. <laughs> I can't just sit there and talk like this. Yeah. So how is your day? You know how's it. It wouldn't going? be you. It wouldn't be <laughs> you. No, it's not. I. It I need um, gestures yes. to like e- truly express myself.
0: Agreed. It fills it out more.
1: Yeah, because you just tell them like when I'm when I'm not doing anything with my hands, I'm thinking. I could be talking to you if I'm not moving my body, I'm probably thinking something else in my fucking head. Mm,
0: you're trying to be present in this conversation, right? Yeah,
1: here. so less yeah. if you see me move into yeah. my thing, I'm, I'm really in it yeah, because honestly, you know awesome. I live in my head. I know. You know, probably 50% of the time. Okay, I'm not gonna say that there's people who I genuinely enjoy talking to, yeah, and I'm listening, I swear, uh-huh. but 99% of the time. The, the bitch up here don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> and 99% of the time, yeah. I'm more concerned with what she's saying than what, what someone else is saying to me. That's real, so,
0: that's real though.
1: Yeah, maybe that's talking real. with my hands is a way to keep me more engaged, mm-hmm. I guess. But no, that's a New York thing, for sure. Yeah. you, My brother talks with his hands.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, I feel like when you was being talked to as a kid, you know, you got to keep your hands up. Defend yourself at all, all times. So
0: interesting. That plays a part too. Huh? Before my
1: mom slapped me up real quick. No, but uh, yeah, I. Again, you talk about culture. Yeah, that's part of New York culture for sure.
0: Yes, man. Being
1: extravagant, loud, talking with your hands.
0: So how did you perceive? Uh, how did you perceive me when you like, when you met me, for the first time? Or like, see uh, so you're
1: times? gonna? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me. The, that first night we met at Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, compared to
0: compared to now Maybe I don't know Probably difference World's difference I
1: yeah. would You were definitely More quiet I could tell you were uh, uh, Observing Just like I was uh-huh. um, And not that I'm I'm not quiet uh-huh. I, Also it depends Who you're around Like you met me With Anna Yeah like, Anna is going to outshine uh-huh. anybody in terms of, like, socialness in the room at any time. So, even if you want to be that social person, you know, Anna, Anna going to take that right from you. Oh, really? But I feel like when I first get to know people or, like, when you might have first met me, like, I just, I tell you a little about myself.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, you tell me a little about yourself. If vibes are cool, vibes are cool. And then it's more just, um, that first night I felt like we was really just chilling, mm. like dancing, drinking, having a good time. Mm -hmm. I feel like the first time I really got to like, let me say I could tell that you were eager to learn about me. Not, not about me specifically, but you, you guys like were making me feel very welcomed into Mm -hmm. the group, like integrating me into the group. Mm -hmm. And you definitely like, to me, you would ask a question and then you would sit there and think, really think about it, you know, and you would say off to yourself and then you would ask another question out of nowhere and then you would be quiet again and i'm like okay this kid's he's he's purposeful in his question asking mm. uh, deliberate very he's not asking like the bullshit rah-rah questions that everybody asks when they first meet somebody like mm. you were asking like deliberate questions
0: Or were some of those, what were those? i
1: i personally you i truly remember, uh, i cannot tell but you, you know. remember
0: that it was purposeful
1: i do remember it was purposeful because i remember like how i felt from like, I remember uh, thinking, like, okay, this kid's asking me this for a reason. Uh-huh. He's not asking me this, just ask me this. Mm. I, I couldn't tell you what those questions were, but, yeah. yeah. I do remember feeling that way about you.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Which I, I feel like you could agree with. Yeah. Whereas opposed to, like, there was Kofi's energy, which, which was just, like, be a funny... Yeah. Be
2: the,
1: be the humor in the room.
0: For sure. You know, Good and time. then...
1: Eman's was like the, the mysterious, mm. uh, you know, like intelligent, trying to figure you out, doesn't want to reveal too much about himself, mm. cares, cares to get to know you, but is not asking too many questions. He's, he's more of going to get to know you by just time yeah, and, and observation right. uh, and, and make his own opinions. Whereas I feel like you, you'll ask the question. Yeah. You'll also observe to see if the answers match. Mm. But you'll you'll at least ask the question. Yeah. E-Mans won't really ask questions; he'll just observe. Yeah. And then Kofi really, I feel like, wasn't concerned about like getting to know me too deep on a personal level. He was just <laughs> he was just the, the funny guy in the room. Big time.
0: Big and big. honestly,
1: I don't, I know S J was there, but I don't really remember S J like that. Yeah. I feel like S J was a different S J at that time. So he was in a relationship. Uh, who else was there? Sage. Uh huh. Sage was just sage. Um, uh, I, 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 quite, I, don't, I don't really remember my first impressions of sage.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I just... We met you last year.
1: Oh, a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. A
0: year and a half ago.
1: June or July 2019, one of those. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know
0: what it is, but, like, I mean... Um, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was something I ate or something, but, like... <laughs> Uh, there was a moment while you were while we were talking, and then um, maybe it's what I what I'm wearing. I don't really freaking know, but my head gets like it feels this certain type of way when I start talking about something, yeah. like something in particular, and uh, it's it's this feeling of like okay, this is uh, I don't know what it is, but it's kind of it's kind of like this conversation was kind of meant to happen. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. It's really it's weird. I don't yeah. really you know it, it's weird it was meant to happen. It was going to happen. Um, it's crazy because, um, when I looked you up, I told you this is creepy. But when I, when I looked up your life path, you were a uh, nine.
1: Yes. I remember you sending this to me.
0: Yeah. And, um, the recording is on nine and it was just for some reason, like I decided out of all, like the last couple podcasts was on my phone and today I decided to do it on my, on my iPad. And, uh, and it's nine it's just really interesting
1: that That is really dope but i believe in numbers if there's one thing i believe in uh you could ask my mom she would have me like if i saw numbers in my dreams she'd always be like tell me if you see numbers in your dreams because she would go play the lotto with those numbers and she would always hit it what it's like numbers to me are real big um so it's funny that you bring that up because yeah i i'm always looking like Right, the brain likes to find patterns, especially an analytical mind like mine. Oh, yeah. And to me, numbers have always been my thing. Yes. And so if I'm looking for guidance for some reason, I look towards a number. <laughs> <laughs> or if I'm looking for a sign, I look towards a number. I'll watch the clock. You know, I'll, I'll really listen to things. Like, I'll, you know, pay attention to if I looked at something at a certain time and it keeps coming up. Like, things like that. So yeah, it's funny that you say that.
0: It's it's funny because it was kind of scary. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because I, um, I mean, I grew up Buddhist.
2: Okay.
1: You, did you grow
0: up with a certain yes, religion? Yes, Catholic. You grew, are you still practicing Catholicism?
1: Um, I mean, I still. I mean, the really time the only time I really go to church is like for a funeral, sadly. But yeah. I mean, I still, I still pray to uh, God. I mean, I still give things up for Lent. I still, you know.
0: What'd you learn about being Catholic that made
1: you? you uh, know? okay. This is gonna sound really fucked up. Not that I, what did I learn from being Catholic? Yeah. It's just like at the end of the day, it has no meaning like what you follow has no meaning like everything is all about the individual Mm -hmm. there's good catholics and there's bad catholics just like there's good and bad of literally fucking anything yeah and the catholic church was under wraps for a lot of time for all the the um you know dirty priests right um and yeah i mean I can't say there's something I learned from being Catholic outside of the fact that, like, these big, you know, churches and or these big people with all these big followings, like, whatever, you, they may be preaching the same thing to you, but, like, individuals take things differently.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, there's good people and there's bad people of, of every race, of every religion, um, and I don't learn to judge somebody off of their religion because I've seen it in my own religion yeah. I've seen the good, I've seen the bad and everything in between
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that it, that exists in every religion so it's not really something I learned from, Catholic, from Catholicism but it's something I learned just about religion in general yeah. Like that religion is just this set of beliefs and also people could just do it as a front you know they could go to the church and put a smile on their face but go home and be completely different people so true can't judge a book by its cover I guess um and there's a lot of corrupt uh things in in, in churches yeah. and in certain practices uh and yeah <laughs> as bad as that sounds that, that's what religion or I went to Catholic school when I was younger like that's what being part of that taught me is that um yeah
0: Isn't it interesting how, um, as we get older and as we, of course, keep thirsting for, uh, like, knowledge, it, it puts a more, it puts more weight on our lives and on our shoulders. The fact that we know more than we did yesterday.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Mm-hmm. You know, um. I look at it as a gift though. I look at it as a gift for wanting to know more. It can be as a curse. But like I, I don't I don't wanna be so pessimistic. I wanna keep looking at life as it's like it's a journey. Yeah. And so like I'm becoming better. Yeah. So like um like I was you talk you heard me and Nathan are talking about um in our podcast that um our this like longing for wisdom and obtaining information is vanity at the core of it. And I was like, yo, that's deep bro. Yeah. As the we are jealous creatures.
1: Oh, absolutely. We are
0: um selfish creatures too.
1: Yeah. And,
0: you know, it's just
1: Because that's just uh, instincts. Yeah. Really our our three main functions were to survive. Mhm. Um to reproduce. Yeah. And
0: Those are two huge ones already. Those are two huge huge ones ones. already. And at the core of
1: of both of those is selfishness and... I guess jealousy. Um, But yeah, that'll... Competition. Competition, competition, absolutely. Uh Uh, And that will always be embedded in our DNA. Uh Um, But I feel like as we evolve, you know, hopefully at some point... Uh, more compassion will be embedded in our DNA and and more uh, community and more um, that we are not these uh, barbaric animals and we don't need to fight over where our next meal is coming from or if my genetics are going to live on. You know, we can just uh, live with a a new meaning and uh, but yeah, that's that's just our genetics. That's you know something we can't. Um, that will that only time will change, and, and a lot of time. Yeah. And and a lot of evolution.
0: It's, it's the, it's these are urges. Uh, we have urges that we also have yeah, to fight.
1: It, instincts. Right? Yeah. They're just they're just our primal instincts.
0: <sighs> um. What do you think about um our co- like, like us? Be, so we're, pretty relatively close in age. Um. What's your opinion on, like, our generation so far?
1: Um, I think our generation... Okay, so you were talking about before, right? Like, accepting the fact that either you're going to be single for the rest of your life or, um, you'll find your, you know, your wife and and live happy. I think our generation is so... Is very dead set on living our life how we want to live it. Um, and not being so traditional and... Um, yeah, that's what I think our, our generation is like breaking traditions, uh, in the professional space as well as the personal space. Um, kids are people these nowadays are not having kids as young, uh, in the professional world, you know, people aren't doing things more just so that it makes the money. They're, they're doing it because it, it brings some sort of joy to their life. And obviously that's been changed by like social media and influencer culture and blah, 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 blah. But our generation, I I feel like, is is taking what I believe is like a better step in the right direction um, in like living your truth and and living out, uh, living your life in a way that makes you happy and because you only get one. um, Not really settling, you know, in terms of relationship wise. Uh, We definitely more understand the concept that there's. Um, more fish in the sea, and that, um, I feel like there is a good part of our generation that longs for, you know, that perfect relationship due to the misconceptions from our current society, but also, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they also don't give up on the, that hope of, like, true love, and Mm. they still have that from the previous generation, you know, but, um... I feel like our generation doesn't stick things out as hardcore as the older generations did. You know, they, they're, they've they're they become more of... We've become more of... I don't want to call us, like, babies. Cry babies. But, like... Um, when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. That's not yeah. really our generation's motto. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh,
1: we seek for convenience.
0: Mm-hmm. Um... Think about it though. I mean think about how much Which
1: might not be a step in the right direction now that oh. I'm thinking about it.
0: In what direction? Uh
1: yeah. like seeking for convenience, like mm. that might like it's it's definitely urging you to do more of what you want to do and yeah. not be stuck in something that's not making you happy. Yeah. But it's also moving away from like learning how to fight through tough situations. Uh-huh. So that's where our generation is sitting right now to me.
0: Interesting. Good take. Yeah. Uh well. Me and Emmanuel are actually talking about this too. I, I want to bring it up with you because we're a part of the same generation. It's just, um, we are deemed as a softer generation.
2: Yeah. We we're
0: deemed as a softer generation. I mean, think about how much more things about mental health are a part of this stuff now. Yeah,
2: oh, um, absolutely. Anxiety,
0: pills being taken more now, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's being brought forth to the light more, but for certain reasons. Because more people that are part of a generation are taking these things for mental Um, disorders and all this stuff, mental health and all this stuff. Like, I don't even remember my parents talking about what mental health was.
1: Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? Mental health is not talked about, and
0: And it came from our generation, though. Like Our generation was, like, instilling lots of this stuff. Yeah. So, um, the fact that we are a part of this innovative era of where, like, mental health is actually really important. It is. Oh, look,
1: I can tell you from the last two years I have... I've had yeah. that mental health is important and if you want to this sounds so fucked up but like I used to literally be like oh my god this sounds so horrible Not that I'm about to say it out loud mm. but I literally used to say like I don't get how people are depressed just be happy I literally used to say that uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> And oh boy, oh boy, I wish I didn't because like I get, not that I'm depressed, but like I, I get it now. Like yeah. I get, I understand mental health and like it wasn't talked about, Yeah, you know, um, growing up, I was a happy kid. Like, I mean, I may not have had everything like in terms of material things or like we struggled financially, but like I had a lot of love. So yeah. my mental was always taken care of. Uh, exactly. And yeah. in the end of the day, that's what you realize that for me, or that's what I realized that for so long in my life, I strive to be successful, successful, successful. And now that I am successful, like, I just want to be home and be with my family because those, that's what truly makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, it's not the success. Yeah. And, you know, J. Cole, J. Cole said it best, you know, you need to love what you have because um, I'm not saying I'm not proud of my success and I'm not saying, oh my God, I'm this wildly freaking successful person i mean i'm successful for my age and i i did everything i was set out to do from a young age but um if i could have stayed home and did the same thing i would have did that in a heartbeat yeah
2: yeah because
1: <laughs> uh my family and and the support and the love they bring me is is a huge part of my mental health so, my friends like oh, all yes. they are probably you know Ninety percent of my mental health. Mm-hmm. The other is me being able to provide, but that's such a small fraction compared to. If I could take a twenty percent pay cut and and be able to move back home, I would do that in a heartbeat. You know.
0: Say I love that. Home is home.
1: Home is home. Home is home.
0: Yeah.
1: And those people are just people I love. I'm grateful for having you guys out here, but not not but I know I know you guys know I'm grateful for you guys. It's just it's just different.
0: Home is home though.
1: Home is home. We don't and and
0: that no one can take that away.
1: Absolutely, but you guys make me feel like home, and I've been very like appreciative of that Um, because yeah, there's times where I might have lost myself here. Uh, I have a tattoo on my body for those of you that do not know that says Mm -hmm. to whom much is given, much is tested. And I have been tested a lot in these last two years. Um, For a while, there was just a series of unfortunate events. I have never lost anyone I loved until I moved here. Mm -hmm. And I lost four very close to to get together in in tragic ways. So I feel like, yeah, my mental health has definitely been tested. Um, But even just thinking of those people, like, gives me motivation to keep going. Yeah. That's how strong their, their hold is on me And then obviously having you guys I I, uh, I understand that Family can be found elsewhere mm-hmm. <laughs> You know um, They say no new friends But
0: Some, Yeah well, you, um, you
1: can have new friends And it's, yeah. it's okay to uh, create a new Quote unquote family Or people that feel like home
0: yeah. Anywhere Well your vibe will attract your tribe no matter where it's you like go files. you know you could decide to move to freaking Greece next week
1: that would s- be amazing you know
0: what I'm saying you just the people who, your vibe will just attract your child like I mean a similar D-Lo vibe somebody will be like hey I like what she on my
1: vibidity I'll be
0: there your vibe, uh, of, ti- your vibe of titties <laughs>
1: Yo, right. when you first said that shit, I was dying. I was literally fucking on the floor. I was like, "What did you just say?" Vibraties. Yes,
2: Vibetities.
1: um, the vibraties is real, and <laughs> when you are giving those out, uh, good, those good vibrations out, you will receive them back. Um, yeah.
0: You know you a deep ass fucking, you deep ass chick. You like you like You know how deep this conversation is. It's freaking like. So I can only imagine that the trenches that you'd be going through in your freaking head. You know? <laughs> oh,
1: absolutely. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. So Yeah,
1: and I appreciate you because you like appreciate that about me. Like Yeah, yeah my 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 head's a fuck not a fucked up one in a bad way. It's just like I'd be thinking about things pretty differently than most people. Yeah. And I be thinking about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Not even just about myself, about the people I care about and yeah, uh so here the is trenches a- is deep but um <laughs>
0: they get dug out of <laughs> They get dug out. Of. <laughs> uh something else. So besides um so you being in your own head. You being in your head a lot. Um that was actually a huge struggle for me.
1: Okay.
0: Um, until I uh started dancing more.
1: Okay, you had an outlet.
0: So but the thing is is that I it was so it was so much of a struggle. That someone told me who was a far better dancer than I was, more way more experienced, he would just tell me simply put, he's like, "You're not in your body." Okay. You're not in your body.
1: Yeah.
0: When you're living in here too much.
1: Too much.
0: When you're living, you're just you're not in your body, and your body is very important.
1: It is. You. you it is your car. You're right, Osby. You know what
0: I'm saying? It is your car. So I, I I remember how much you would talk about who could bring you out of your head a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and um, and
1: that's one thing I also appreciate
0: about you guys. I'm. It's just, I know how important it is for me. Yeah. So like I I try to like gauge like okay maybe I can do it for someone else, cause. I used to dance, in my head. Like I used to <laughs> dance in my head. So, yeah. But it was such. I used to think it was like okay, this actually looked good. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, it didn't actually look that good. It just looked good in my head.
1: Good.
0: Yeah. It's like, what the actual
1: Yeah, fuck? that's comedy. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I have... Okay, maybe like, you know, school used to get me out of my head. I, I did a lot of sports growing up. Swimming, diving was my favorite. You know, those things used to get me out of my head. But as of lately, I feel like here, it's just like good company gets me out of my head. Uh-huh. And like you said, that's something like I value yeah. in a relationship with anybody like if you can get me out of this damn brain uh-huh. you could get this bitch in my head to shut the fuck up then yes I, I probably like being around you
0: uh-huh. Um, I wanted to also talk about so this is a different subject though like because but it also it does tie into it because uh, hookup culture that we have hookup culture now like it's it's a normalized thing to um, you know Hook up. We have apps for this shit now, right?
1: Oh, uh, you know yeah. Yeah. So,
0: so, um, what's your opinion on our generation of uh, hookup culture?
1: Huh. <sighs> I don't know. That's one where I, I'm out of war with like a more traditional mindset. Mm-hmm. Um. But also, like I said, everyone's so different. Like, yeah, if yeah, that's yeah. <sighs> how, how do I want to say, like, if that's what makes you happy? Go for it. Uh-huh. I I can't knock somebody just because it's not my personal preference, yeah. um, and I'm not saying like yeah it's okay to do that. Mm-hmm. I I've done that, but to the frequency at which people of this generation do it, I it just it's hard for me to see what they really get from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying you need to get something from everybody. I mean obviously they get what they get from it.
2: Yeah,
1: but to me that's that's not a huge like that's never been a huge thing up on my list mm-hmm. um what i guess to put it like frankly like sexual pleasure has not has never been like up there on my list hmm. like I need more like mental stimulation yeah, I like just, i need yeah. heavy mental stimulation
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and that's what i that's what I look for like but I'm not saying that like. Yes, there's hookup culture, but I I've never like immersed myself in that. I've I've never
0: never made a Tinder. Like, I like made a Tinder
1: once, ride. and ah. it was here, and it was just to show Ryan.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, actually, I'm lying. I made a Tinder twice. Once right. freshman year okay. to win a competition.
2: Okay.
1: Who could get the most matches? Obviously, I won that shit, bitch. And <sighs> okay. I made one here. <laughs> Let him know. Um, because Ryan wanted to see. Like, who I thought, like, was good-looking here and, like... Or Ryan wanted to see his competition. Okay. So Ryan made me make a Tinder uh. just so he could see his competition in Poison. Oh, my
2: gosh. But,
1: yeah, both of those I had for, like, less than a day. Uh-huh. So I am i don't That's really right. know, like, what that culture is. <laughs> like, when people right. are talking up to their grandchildren about freaking Tinder or that shit, like, I I really can't give too much insight into it because... Yeah, I, I was on those both for like a day, and my reasonings for being on them weren't uh, to find someone to hook up with.
0: Um, you know, we have like a what's it, we have a a big swinger um, culture here too. Did you know that? What's that? Swingers. Yeah. You don't know what a swinger is.
1: I feel like someone was just talking about this. Yeah. And I I didn't. I think it was Cat was yeah. just talking about this, but I don't know. I don't remember. What she I said.
0: was approached by some swingers, in at Urban Outfitter before.
1: What What is it?
0: So swingers, um, they basically want to see their significant other, um, like, bang another person. Like they would want, like they would switch. You know, be like they would, like they're into like that's what they're into. They're like they'll watch you. I even read it in GQ. Um, the majority of the population of uh, swinger culture is white, though.
1: Mm. It's white, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, uh, you see, I—that's not something I could get on board with. Like, to yeah. me, like I just can't like. Mm-hmm.
0: And it was a white couple that came up to me. It was. And you I didn't... know,
1: I personally feel like, I mean, maybe porn has always been around, but just the accessibility of porn has like sort of poisoned our generation.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, yeah, I, I'm just too d- traditional in my mind and my that
0: sort of stuff i let's talk about our gen so like our generation yeah we have we have all this access to information all this mm-hmm. pornography all this stuff. yeah like whereas previous generations let's say the previous the generation who didn't grow up with internet yeah you know what i'm saying they uh they were the same sexual fiends that we are now like the same sexual fiends of course we are like we are sexual beings as human beings you know same sexual beings but the fact that we have this switch of pornography now—that's like it's apparently there. That psychological switch is like okay, now that there's a certain kind of—it does something to the brain. Words, um, you are virtually fucking somebody or whatever. Or like you're enjoying somebody. F- it's just not you. Yeah. It's just not real. It's a fantasy. Fantasy.
1: It's Fantasizing. Fantasy. Yes. Yeah. That fantasies coming to fruition is a is a huge part of. This generation. Mm,
0: it, which is, yeah. And
1: it's, to me, it's just, it's sort of ruined intimacy.
0: Yes, bingo, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I was talking about, I was about to bring that up.
1: Yeah, and I, I feel like that's the real prize in any, not the real prize, but that's what takes a sexual encounter from just whatever to like, oh, okay, this is like, I like this.
2: hmm You know? Mm-hmm.
0: the the lack of
1: um... and it uh, let me rephrase that like intimacy always doesn't have to come from a sexual encounter right. like you could be intimate with a friend uh-huh. just by having a conversation
2: yeah
1: intimacy is more of just like
0: it's also vulnerability yeah yeah
1: there's a huge part of intimacy that's vulnerability and mm. um but I don't I don't knock the part of that that's that things can just be a sexual account- encounter. Mm-hmm. I absolutely understand that that happens, but like I said, it's the frequency at which that happens nowadays that just, yeah. I particularly don't agree with. Mm-hmm. It's it's okay to have a few of those, but the numbers at which people have those is it nowadays seems, is, is kind of... It I seems know, a little it's, much. It's 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 a very much yeah. to me. <laughs> like
0: it's for my own liking. Yeah, you know for my, my own liking. For likings. my own <laughs> liking, yeah. For like, it seems a bit much, but whereas like, you know, some people seem like it's okay. I'm like, yo, man, but, like... It's really, really not.
1: Like, people have really lost...
0: The romanticism. Mo-
1: not even romanticism, but just no. loyalty.
0: Oh, okay, I see Like, what you're not
1: acting off yeah. impulses. Like, control. Self-control. Like, one of my roommates always says, just because you could does not mean you should. And, <laughs> like, I feel like our generation has just completely lost that, like... Yeah. And if, like I said, live your truth. If that is how you want to live your life, yeah. live your life like that and mm-hmm. own it.
2: Yeah.
1: But don't, don't drag other people into it. I see. Don't drag other people who don't agree with that into mm-hmm. it and down with you. Yeah. Like, if you want to live your life like that, live your life like that. Um, and if someone comes into your life and they don't live their life like that and they don't agree with that. and you But you want to still live like that. Like, it's cool for you to live like that. But don't, you know, drag that person into a lifestyle they're not comfortable with. So, to me, it's weird that someone would just come up to you and be like, oh, hey, you want to bang my girlfriend and let me watch? Because, like, they have no fucking clue what your ideals or morals are. And I don't know. So the thing, so I, people who, got some fucking balls nowadays, I guess. I mean, I they got know. audacity. Oh, yeah. they got if there's audacity. one thing people got, it's the fucking <laughs> audacity. So, yes, I am. Um,
0: I didn't know this though. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, did I. I didn't know when I was approached by it. I didn't know what was going on. And I had to because me and my friend were being approached by the same couple. So like they were trying to
1: oh. they were trying to do this thing
0: about like clothes. Like, hey, you um I wish I'd buy from my husband, like is this cool, all this stuff? Like but they was literally eyeing us from like, across the room, trying to see it. If-
1: see to me there's just something like predatorial about that. Like Yeah. <laughs> there's just something about that that will not survive to me. Even if these people were innocent, you know. Uh-huh had good intentions like to me that's just like you really got to go out and do that shit like you went out to urban Outfitters today to go find someone to do that with and like you made that part of your routine today like to me i don't know it's that's audacious That's too much. That's it's audacious, too, it is audacious. So it's very audacious my my
0: homie right like he he drives uh he's an uber driver like he was, okay. he was doing uber and <laughs> he was telling me about a story when he was driving, and his uh, there was it was a couple it was a swinger couple, a swinger couple. And the wife was in the, the front seat, and the husband was in the back, right? And while he was driving, the wife like starts touching him and shit. You see, he, he, he like goes, no, that's no, Let me finish. Gold. Let me let me finish. So the wife starts touching him and shit, and then he's like, "Yo, like what the fuck? Like stop! Like you know, stop touching me and stuff. Like I'm trying to drive." And then um, she kept on, like, she tried to put put her hand on his thighs and shit. And then he had to, like, brush it off, you know, like, literally throw her hand away. And he was looking in the mirror. When he caught locked eyes with the husband in the back, the husband in the back was literally looking at him like he was a fucking, like, steak. He was just, like, fucking into that shit. You
1: see, that's just, like, predatorial to me. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you laugh about it, but to me, like. Oh,
0: my God. Man, see like, you're so disturbed. I just, I am disturbed. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, disturbed because like yeah. that
1: shit really it's, disturbs me. Yeah, <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, yeah. You really I gotta be truly
1: careful. get sickened by that I mean I'm not judging these people. The guy asked you to not fucking touch him, don't touch him. Now I'm gonna mm-hmm. judge you. But if you politely asked him, Hey, this is what we do, would you like to be a part of it? Okay, I can't judge you. But if you're 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 overstepping your boundaries, mm-hmm. Like you had no right to touch that guy, and he, after he asks you to not fucking touch him, you go and touch him again. Like people, people are becoming a little too comfortable, and I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. Like if I was in a fucking car and a guy was sitting, if I was driving Uber and a guy was sitting here, his wife in the back, and this guy touched me, like all hell would fucking break loose. Yeah, all hell would break loose. Be
2: really and if it's again.
1: it's something, if it's about something sexual, like he, even more fucking hell's gonna break loose. Mm. Like if you you wife trying to rob me, fine, whatever. Let's throw the hands. But if you trying to get in on something sexual like that shit makes me uncomfortable. Real fucking uncomfortable and, and nauseous.
2: Like, mm-hmm. I don't
1: really fuck that. You do you. But don't don't drag people into it that aren't don't live their life like that. And that's just that's just simple courtesy. Like no one's gonna judge you, but now I'm gonna be aggressive towards you for thinking that shit was okay. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. When it's not. It's not. It's not. Just like right. People talk about like the gay community.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like even even the straight community, right? If you uh, okay, this I'll talk about this more, right? Because like uh, straight men, right, mm-hmm. feel have this feeling that they can just go. Uh, Okay, let me tell you this story, Mm. because I don't want to, like, talk, like, I'm I'm not part of that community, so I don't want to, like, talk on that, but there was this, I told, did I tell you this? There was one time where I was in the club with my friend Kayla, um, and this guy was trying to talk to me, and I was, like, telling him, like, oh, no, 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 like, this is my girlfriend, like, straight male, a straight male, and obviously I was lying because I just didn't want this guy to talk to me, and I was telling him, like, no, like, she, This is my girlfriend, like, have respect for her, like, this is my girlfriend. Uh-huh. And he still, like, felt like it was his right.
2: Uh-huh. Like,
1: oh, lesbians, like, cool, like, no, you, st- like, you need to respect uh, us. And it's not, Ugh, I guess, I don't know, like, how to put that into words.
0: Well, what he was doing, yeah. he was being pushy. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, I mean, he wasn't.
1: Like, okay, if you like lesbians, cool, but like, I just told you that this is my girlfriend and get the hell away from me. So respect it.
0: He wasn't taking no for an answer.
1: Vice versa. That guy told that lady to get her hands off of him. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the audacity, I guess, that bothers me. Not so much how, like, people choose to live their life. Yes. Anybody could live their life in any way. I have respect for all of it. Just, even with religion, right? I was talking about before. Like, don't push things on people when they do not live their life that way. Mm-hmm. And don't judge them for it, just like they're not judging you for living your life that way, but they're not trying to impose their lifestyle on you. Yeah. That's when I get real uncomfortable.
0: It was... It, it, it was weird, like...
1: Yeah, that's I, when fucking I think weird. About, yeah, that's cause, weird. Because I
0: also recall some information where, like, the dude was actually trying to, like, massage his shoulders and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, hell he fucking and no. And then, like, he had to
0: apologize. Like, dude, like, bro, like, he he said, bro, like, if you don't stop, I'm going to, you know, like, I'll, like, something's going to happen. And yeah. Like, oh, man, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't, I didn't. I I thought you were. But
1: it. you did! You did! Because yeah. he told your fucking wife! So this, this
0: fucking is crazy!
1: These fucking people are crazy, man! Yeah, These this, this yeah. people
0: are weird! And I'm not. I like, you know,
1: for all you swingers out there, people who choose to live their life that way, right. Like, I'm not saying everybody's like that, but I'm saying it's rude for someone to impose their, or try to impose their lifestyle on someone else who is clearly uncomfortable with it. Uh-huh. That's unfair, and this nobody should do that. A lot
0: of shit, like, okay, this Uber driver stuff is interesting because I, I mean, you know, um like I've I've heard some really interesting stuff about Uber driver. Like I mean it's, it's not a lot, but like there's um I've had besides my friend getting like uh put on from some like some swinger ass couples and stuff yeah. like that, like there was a dude that asked like for a head from his from like drunk females. You know what I'm saying? Like that Uber driver that would ask, Oh, you're not gonna suck my dick or some shit like that. You know, and then Ugh. like, there's also like, there's, I'm reading a script right now, a local script about, um, an Uber driver killer. It's just, <laughs> see like these times, right? Like our time, like you know, our generation right now, like, what we're going through. So it's good that we're talking about this stuff now. Yeah. Cause like, um, this is the generation after this, they're going to be like, oh, fuck. it was, it was going through some stuff like yeah. this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Stuff like that will become more regulated. Uh, hopefully. Um, I mean, I feel like Uber as a company has done their best. Uh, I mean, taxis have been around for years, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, And with more technology being more accessible and uh, things will get more regulated. And, yeah, it's sad that stuff like that happens, but stuff like that happens all the time. And that's why you got to be conscious and aware. Um, So, yeah, thank you for bringing that up because I wasn't aware that this community of swingers existed Uh and it seems like some of them are predatorial so some of them can be can be yeah i'm not i'm not in no way saying that they Uh all are yeah uh live your life how you want to live it but just do not Mm -hmm. impose it on people who are that is just not how they choose to live their life and that's okay and that's that's what i teach i hope to teach everybody
0: um remember remember that car ride when we were coming home from Utah uh, that you had some questions for me that you were got, you were trying to save but did did you have, did you actually ask? Have you asked those questions yet or not? I feel
1: like I did. You didn't, did ask didn't I me ask questions. you I ask you
0: some? you probably asked me while well, but it wasn't on the podcast. I was like no, maybe should,
1: but I forgot I told what to I asked save it. you.
0: I wanted you to save it for the podcast. Shit. You should have
1: huh. told me this like yesterday so I could have you could have it ready. Remembered?
0: Mm-hmm. You forgot huh? You forgot? I need
1: to cut that out. Because <laughs> <laughs> seriously, I forgot. I really forgot. Uh-huh. Um. And I'm not going to remember right now because I'm under yeah. pressure. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh right. Uh, we'll have to turn it on. We'll have to. We might need to write it down or something. Yeah. We'll bring it up next time. I'm
1: sure we'll have another podcast.
0: Yeah. Maybe we'll bring E-Man e- into it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That'd be a, that would be a good that'd one. That
1: would be a good one. That would be, be a good one. Big
0: time. Uh, but all right, right, I'm gonna let you uh, get back to your, your casa, your Kribby and uh, enjoy your the rest of your night. Cause
1: thank you. You're this you're is welcome. fun. I I thoroughly enjoyed this. I hope everybody learned something.
0: I hope so too.
1: <laughs> I hope so
0: too. Do you have questions before we leave? No, you, I told you you can't
1: respond? you can't put me on the spot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay. That's what I thought. Like ah.
1: like I said, I, I like to thoroughly think through things uh, yeah. before I. I'm not too impulsive mm-hmm. on my question asking either. So Would you say I'm impulsive? Uh, you can be. I know I
0: can be. You're <laughs> right, you're right. So
1: you're delivered but impulsive at the same time.
0: Yeah. I know, isn't it crazy? Those
1: are your opposing Libra Aries energies. Yeah, very For true. For sure. I'm pretty
0: I'm pretty uh complimentary to myself though.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, that's why I love myself so much,
1: I guess. <laughs> Yo, yeah, well, you crack me up, it's okay, I love myself too. I'm so glad we on right. the same page. <laughs>
0: Um, but I have a very, like, if you could, if you could tell from my, my, um, uh, conversations with people is that I have a very nimble mind too. Like my mind is, uh, flexible.
1: Oh like yes. Yes. Um, I'm not so adaptable. Op-
0: yeah. I'm not. Me too. You know what I'm
2: saying?
1: I, I, at Micron, they make you take this, uh, personality test called, uh, emergenetics uh-huh. and it gives you, you know, how much of your thinking is structural, conceptual, social and analytical and then it gives you uh these like personality scales and my my largest scale was uh, my my how well i adapt uh that i'm extremely flexible so and i and i thrive uh in situations where i i am forced to uh to adapt mm-hmm. and I've, I've always known that about myself you could you could put me in any uh situation and it's I find enjoyment in in figuring out how to to adapt to certain situations.
2: Mm.
0: I like that. Yeah. Well, the people who adapt um, tend to have a. It's more long term. It's like a better long term thing. I think in my in my opinion that adaptability. So it's a good thing that to to have. Just take pride in that.
1: I do. Sure. I do. Um, another thing with that test was that my brain, all. All of those four sections—right, conceptual, social, structural, analytical—were all equal,
2: really? or almost
1: equal, and huh. and that type of person was called a quad modal person. And only one percent of the population is quad modal.
2: Wow! And only
1: one percent of wow. that one percent um, is in a profession like mine.
0: Huh? What else would they be doing?
1: Uh, more artistic things.
0: No wonder.
1: Yeah.
0: Interesting. <laughs> I wonder yeah. what I am. I want to take a test like that.
1: Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's called emergenetics. Really dope.
0: Did you know that my thumb is only a part of 2% of the population in the world? You know what? I have a, I have a pair of thumbs that are only a part of the 2% population of the world.
1: Are you talking about all? My
0: thumbs. No, my thumbs, like my, my actual thumbs are brachydactyly. And they are uh you're why you laughing at she's laughing at my thumbs now. So uh you're quad oh you quad modal and I have I have uh thumbs. I've never noticed that before. I mean is this
1: yeah. a real thing or this are you this is a real thing. Oh my god. Yeah, so
0: it's brachydactyly and it's uh, basically toe thumbs. That's what they
1: Yes, say. oh my god. uh
0: That's everybody I'm not
1: knows. y'all. No, 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 no. That's no, like no, super unique. unique.
0: Can you realize there's a whole like characterization of people in their thumbs?
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. So people who um, have tend to have more straight thumbs have more control over their emotions. Really, uh, I
1: wonder why that is. So that's I mine.
0: Worry. I have more. Con-
1: yeah, I, 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 I have like a bent
0: thumb. <laughs> See, hitchhiker thumb. I forgot what it's. I mean, I I feel like they. Uh, I forgot what's. I don't know if it's not as much. Yours isn't as much hitchhiker. It's more like I don't know.
1: No, you might have to look like you into. Look this up. You
0: you might have to for real though. Okay. Like, yeah. People, there's, like, a whole characterization of people and how their thumbs are. It's really... That's
1: really interesting. Yeah. I, um... Yeah, I don't really have anything else. I mean, the quad mole thing's pretty cool, but, uh... Yeah, I don't really have anything else quad unique mode. like that about myself. Quad model-wise. I am left-handed, which I'll always rep, and that's only, what, 10% of the population? Yeah. So, that's dope. Oops, I just dropped my scrunchie. Um, I am the only left-handed person in my family, None of my grandparents are left-handed. None of my parents are left-handed. My siblings are not left-handed. Yeah, my mom always used to say that she thought something was wrong with me when I was younger. And then she realized I was just left-handed. But they do say left-handed people are are more intelligent. Are traditionally Uh, more.
0: Well, they're uh, unorthodox.
1: Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, That's probably the only other unique thing about me. I do love being left-handed. I feel like it's something that people point out about you uh, pretty often.
0: That you're a lefty? Yeah. yeah. I feel
1: like people always point that out about me. Yeah, because yeah, it's... Left-handed.
0: Everything in America is trained... is like, it's made for a right-handed, right-handed. person.
1: <laughs> yes. I used to get so mad as a kid growing up. My binder rings. <laughs> oh, my God. My binder rings would annoy the fuck out of me. Uh-huh the worst. But yeah, it's definitely a right handed man's world.
0: No, you got de- yeah, oh. yeah you That's just-
1: something to definitely well, I mean I can't say the growth rate of at which like the population is becoming left handed or if that's a growth or population decline. I don't know. I haven't looked these statistics up. But um that was always an area I wanted to be more innovative in. It's like more uh more just things that we use in our everyday life for left-handed people. At this point, I've, I mean, most people growing up in this era have adapted to, you know, using a mouse with your right hand. Yeah. But I feel like there should have always been the option to use a mouse with your left hand.
0: But you always use it on your right. right?
1: I- everybody uses the yeah. right. Like it's it's very rare when someone will use a left-handed mouse. Yeah. And that's more of a new thing. Huh. Because we we always grew up with the mouse on the right. Exactly. Especially our generation. Yeah. Growing right up with the computers, mm-hmm. IBM and stuff. Yeah, but I do find that on my laptop, I'll use my left hand a lot. Like, okay, with my... oh,
0: with on the mouse pad? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: But, like, if it's an actual mouse, I'll use my right hand.
0: It's interesting, so now you're, like, doing both, so it's...
1: Okay, I'm, I wouldn't call myself an ambidextrous, okay. ambidextrous, ambidextrous. person. Yeah. Um, my right side of my body's pretty fucking useless. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, uh, unless it's something that I've been trained to do for years. I do, I do find myself, when I was growing up, I was confused on, like, which side to hit a baseball with or when we would go golfing. But I feel like, now nah, I'm definitely a more set in stone on a left side comfortable than a right side. But, yeah, growing up, I, I would move around a lot. Um, it's funny because Demetrius' little sister is left-handed, and we were playing something. Where we were, like, hitting something with a bat one day, and she, I saw her, like, moving back and forth. Mm. And I was like, are you confused, like, which side you're comfortable on? Because I used to do that same thing as a kid. But as you grow older, you know, you figure out which side you're more comfortable on. Um, for you, it's the left. Huh? For you, it's the oh, left. Oh, for me, it's the left, yeah. Uh-huh. Definitely. But that's just something that I recently, uh, like, really set in stone. Like, for a while, when I would go play baseball or go, golf, like, mini-golfing or something, I would, I would move around a lot to figure out which side I was really comfortable on.
0: So if someone pushed you from the back, which foot would go to the floor? Would you...
1: My left. Hold on. Someone pushed me from the back?
0: Yeah. It'd have to be like unexpected though. You wouldn't even know. I, I, I would have to do it to you to. Run along yeah. The I, mean, like, I mean.
1: I would like to think that my left foot would go forward.
0: Yeah. It's it's really instinctual. So I don't. I don't. know. We're gonna see though. I'm gonna push you these times. Okay. We're see, we're okay. See how okay. You. Yeah. We'll
1: see. But,
0: not, yeah. No, yeah, good conversation, D-Lo. We're, we're, we'll definitely have another one. Uh, me, you, Emmanuel, Easy Steve's going to have to hop in. That
1: would be great. Join
0: in on the convo. Um, you probably... Uh, you probably ain't even going to bed yet with your uh, weird sleep. sleep well, yeah, though. I'm
1: going to try and go skiing in the morning, so I, I probably should try and get to bed at a decent time.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm, cl- I'm going to bring this thing to a close because, well, we're going to have... I want you to remember what you wanted to ask me.
1: Absolutely. You know what
0: I'm saying for next time. <laughs> but other than that, like, seriously, you know, join in on discussion. Like, ask some questions. Like, what did, like, what do we do well? You know, um, what what questions do you guys have?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, leave a review, and yeah, I'll get back to you. Alex B and D Lo, we out. Peace. See ya.